Hi there, my name's Matt Brown, and this is the Million Dollar Principles series. So what are million dollar principles? These are principles I've used in my entrepreneurial journey to build multiple million dollar businesses. And I'm going to talk to you about them in the series, and hopefully these can make a difference in, uh, in your business as well. So over the last 20 years, I have founded uh, 12 different startups, had uh, multiple exits, and I remember when I was... 19 years old, I moved to London and I had two passions in my life at that time, which was business and music. And so I thought if I could get, if I could marry business and music together, uh, I'd be super happy, right? So I started a record label and uh, I was a DJ uh, doing copious amounts of uh, drugs and alcohol. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> Only ruin your life, people. Um, so I'm in recovery now. Uh, thank God. Uh, but at the time I wasn't. And uh, I thought I was a real rock star. I was super arrogant. You know, if you tell a, a 19, 20 year old that he can walk on water, he'll, he'll believe you. <laughs> uh, and uh, I certainly believed that too. So, um, so what I would do is I would sign the master recording rights from a track from a, an up and coming artist from around the world. I'd like the sound of it. And then um, I would sign it for no money. So I would own your music for nothing. <laughs> uh, and then what I would do, what I did was I created the remix network, the Voodoo Vinyl Remix Network. In the, and, um, and so we would post up the samples from like your, your music or your work. And what we would do is then uh, get any other artist anywhere in the world to remix the songs and then we would sign the best songs for free <laughs> and we would release them globally and we did a lot <laughs> uh, and it was the world's best business model because your cost of acquisition was like zero <laughs> uh, and you know Napster had just happened it was like 1999 and uh, the internet had sex <laughs> uh, social media wasn't around and dial up modems was a thing and you know it was like you know, you said it the other day, like, you, you know, mom tells you to get off the line because you're on the internet. <laughs> so I need to make a phone call, get off the internet. Um, so those were the days, right, of the dial-up modems and stuff. So Napster was a thing, and but like everything went digital, you know, and at the time I was releasing vinyls, and so the Remix Network was like novel, and people wanted to get exposure, and I was preying on the idea, the old paradigm that you needed a record label to uh, to release your music, which was BS. Hello, the internet is here. And, uh, and th that's kind of how the business uh, grew. And we, we did very, very well. We were releasing over 100 albums a year. And we were getting like 15,000 unique views per forum for every release. It was insane. And I built a huge network. I was DJing in Malta, uh, Ibiza, I was in Switzerland. Um, yeah, I, I was living the dream. And uh, yeah, long story short, Voodoo Vinyl um, was sold. And I literally thought I was untouchable. It was my first business and I was young. This was now, you know, I was 26 years old, 25. Sold it. And uh, I thought, cool. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to now start a new business. And what I really wanted to do was inspire people and teach them how to build and sell their own businesses, you know. Um, and uh, 
I decided to get into self or personal development. So I, you know, did a whole bunch of training. I was like, you know, hypno hypnotherapist. I uh, was an NLP practitioner. Um, I was a timeline therapist. I uh, did everything I needed to do to be qualified to help people unlock their their minds, so to speak, and their potential and stuff like that. So the company was called Animus Potential, and um, and I remember I marketed my first event and uh, told them what they were going to learn and this kind of stuff. Um, and I marketed the event, I arrived there, and guess how many people arrived? Not one. Well, actually, that's not true. One person arrived. That was me. <laughs> and it took me a while, but eventually I learned that uh, nobody wants to take advice about life from a 26-year-old. <laughs> oh, my word. God, you're so arrogant when you're young. And that's, that's kind of where I had my first business failure. <laughs> and I had a business coach. His name is Damien. And I phoned him and I said, dude, this is like at the end, you know, the NDE, the near-death experience that every business has. <laughs> and I phoned him and I said, yo, um, uh, my business isn't shit. Can you help me? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm a coach, so I'm not going to give you advice. But what I'm going to do is I'm – Gonna tell you a story. So the story went like this. Once upon a time there was a military general and he amassed this huge army. He was gonna go put them on ships, cross this land and invade uh this foreign land. And when he got there, he told all of his lieutenants to burn all the ships. And the, I couldn't basically, I was like, what the fuck is he telling me this for? Like, what's this got to do with me? It's burning ships? It's bullshit. Dude, tell me what to do, bro. My, my business is on the line. And he's like, yeah, so the general did that because he wanted his troops to know that there was only one way forward. You have to win. You know, there's no escape routes, dude. You need to go out there and fuck these guys up and beat them, right? So, <laughs> so, and he was like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking let your stupid story ruin my business. And I, remember, and, I, and I was so pissed off with him. I was like, why am I paying? And he was expensive. He was a well-regarded coach. I was like, yo, why aren't you telling me what to do, bro? You know, but he was, but I was too young and arrogant at the time to, to see it. And so what, I, and so I needed to say the business went, uh, went under. And so the, the reality was that the story stuck with me though. And it wasn't until I founded my next company when I was going through similar situation and a near death experience, every business has one. And guess what happens? A story bubbles up to the surface and I'm like, huh, yes, burn the ships. Burn the ships, yes. This is exactly what I need to do because I'm being a little bitch. <laughs> I'm being a little bitch. I need to burn my own ships because there is no job. There is no plan B. There's only plan A done better. There's no plan B. And I think many entrepreneurs and founders, when they start their first company, they... They, they have a plan B, you know, if it doesn't work out, I'll get another job. And that always, a mind divided always equals failure. 
So if you are 100% dedicated to your goal, 100% dedicated to you and your own vision and your own success, then you stand a chance. No guarantee you're going to get there, but you'll stand a chance. But you have to burn the ships. You have to let yourself know before you start the business that there is no plan B. There's no ship going to take you back to mommy. That's that ship sail, dude. And in fact, you blew that shit up, <laughs> right? It's done for you. You have to go forward. And I wish I had someone to maybe articulate that story in a better way. And I hope I've done that for you guys today. It's hard enough to burn ships when you're on your own. How do you, how do you, how do you resolve to do that when you have soldiers that were on board with you? So you're saying if you have staff, well, I mean, this is the other thing. This is why I say you should hire as soon as you can. Hire for your blind spots, hire for your weak spots, get people in who can do stuff you can't, you can't do yourself. So everybody has to scale at some point, you know, if you, unless you're okay, be happy with a consultant just for yourself. But that's not a business. That's like a lifestyle something, you know, that you sell time and hours for. Um, and, you know, even uh, when we pivot to digital kung fu to be from you know we have everything to everyone and we had chose to be for tech companies um you know if it had gone south there was no like okay guys it's cool you get to go back on your ships goodbye you know because now you are not only responsible for them you're responsible for yourself uh and but if you had to weigh the two up you're more responsible for them it's eight families versus your own obviously yours comes first but you know it's another thing. It's like you lead through service. It's not the other way around. So your team doesn't work for you. You work for them. And so the way that you lead in difficult times is by burning the ships in your mind. Because if you burn the ships in your mind first, they'll just go with you. It's fascinating to see how far people will go, employees will go, staff will go, if you believe in your own shit and you back your own shit. And the more you believe, the more chance you have of winning. You're not probably, maybe you're not going to make it. Like I know what it feels like to lose your shirt. Hence like the story I told you about the self-development thing. Um, but you need to burn your ships today. So if you're not certain about whether or not you're going to make it, don't care. You got to get off that train. You got to get off that ship and burn it to death. Because when it comes to business, it's like war. It's life or death. You're either going to win this fucking war or it's going to win you and you will be dead. And so a business is either going to live or it's going to die. And so you need to decide before you start the business that, that no matter what comes in front of you, you will go through that fire. No matter how much heat you're taking, you have to go through. And so that's your principle for this video. Clap and